0: Body Positivity Podcast with Diana and Arliss. And we have an amazing guest today. Freya is a visibility and confidence coach, speaker, international speaker, leader, and mentor. She helps multi-passionate, creative women entrepreneurs to increase their visibility, expand their network, and become more confident. Born and raised in the Philippines, Freya migrated to Sacramento in 1997 to pursue her bachelor's in computer science and has since considered California to be her new home. Freya has 15 years experience as a successful technology project manager and entrepreneur. She has been a top seller and leader in the direct sales industry for several years. Freya is also a chapter leader for Women of the World Network, a mentor on Margot Community, and founder of the Chasing Happy Mondays community. Freya enjoys travel, hiking, cooking, and art. She currently resides in Pleasanton, California. Freya is passionate about living a well-balanced life, empowering women, and advocating small businesses. I welcome Freya.
1: Thank you, ladies. I'm so excited to be here.
2: Yay! We're so excited to have you here, Freya, with us today. Um, and I, I'm just looking forward to our conversation and everything that we're going through. Um, and you know, like, I want to know. I want to start us off and and um, just ask, like, what has, what part of your body has been the easiest for you to love?
1: Believe it or not, this was like the hard one of the harder questions I've heard you ask your other guests. This one, and I had to go from like head to toe. Um, I have to say, my lips. To be honest, like I've always liked my lips, and they don't fluctuate, like they don't change. Um, you know, like I've I've had growing up, I've I've had some, you know, I've had to accept my weight fluctuations, but my lips somehow still all the same. The same. So I have to just say my 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 lips. <laughs> that's the easiest to love.
0: Well, your lips are absolutely gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I, I love like they're like perfect little heart shapes. It's awesome. Yeah. It's fantastic. So I can understand why that would be the easiest part of you to love. And I think it's also interesting that I think it's common that people love the parts of their body that don't change a lot right? So we hear a lot like lips and eyes or eyebrows or things like that. And I think it's because they don't change. It's almost like we get caught, We have comfort in knowing that they are going to be the way that they are.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. That's my, my biggest reason, at least it's like, it's easiest to love because it's just stays the same and I love them. So
2: yeah, I can definitely resonate with that. But, um, growing up, like Um, Filipino also. Uh, And like around a lot of white people, I had always felt really self-conscious about how, how much more full my lips are. And it's so interesting because now that is more like what people are going for. Um, And it's like, I I've, I've just always had those like this certain like look or the, like that kind of lips. And it's um it's interesting to see how other people have like shifted in terms of like what they want with their lips. Like you see a lot of people like plumping them and doing all these things. But I agree with our lips. Like you just have a, a lovely shape.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And I didn't always feel this way. Like my, my mom used to point out like, you know, your lips are so, you know, like, I don't know. I don't think she meant it as a negative, but, you know, they used she used to point them out. But I think you're right. Like as as we grew up and as we realized, like as people compliment you, right. Then you realize, like, yeah, I do have nice lips. You know, I, I I'm embracing them. So and I'm wearing I never used to be able to wear lipstick like this bright ever, ever. I was always like nude lips, you know, like very conservative. And now I'm like, you know, I I, can, I I love to rock the the big, bre- you know, red and, and pink shades now. So <laughs>
0: I love it. And I heard a little birdie told me
1: that it might be your birthday today. Yes, it is. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, no, it is my my birthday. And I am proud to say I am 43 years young today. So. (laughs) Um, I I'm ha- I feel so blessed. I I I woke up today feeling really happy, and um, I was looking forward to this podcast too. I'm like, oh, it's it's gonna be a good birthday. So, and it's gonna be a great year. So I'm yeah. excited.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, we have Deepa commenting. She says, "Happy birthday, Freya! You look amazing." Oh, thank, uh, thank you. you. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just like I'm so excited to be here with you, and um, I agree. Like. Like, I see, I hear you kind of looking at this new year and like, what does uh, loving you more mean in
1: this year for you? I think accepting, accepting all of me, including the flaws, um, you know, cause I, there's, there's always going to be little things that, you know, I wish I was, you know, a little bit more of or a little bit better at or whatever, you know, there's always going to be those little things, but accepting my flaws and, and, maybe realizing that they they're not necessarily flaws at all to be honest right they're, they're, they 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 they're the parts of me that make me unique so um, i'm i feel like every year as I g- i'm getting older i'm i'm getting better at it strangely enough like um and i'm not quite 100% there but i'm i'm going to get there so that's what i'm excited for this year
2: i love that um so with that what parts of your body have been more challenging to accept um what are the parts that have, yeah I've been more challenging to love
1: um honestly at this point um because I've, I've just been more self-conscious about it I'm getting you know as as I'm getting older and it's harder to lose that that belly fat you know that that um um yeah that that belly fat exactly <laughs> and I'm, I've gotten a little bit more you know self-conscious about it and I, I'm hearing too and Arliss and Diana you probably know more about this like you don't you carry a lot of your um you not self-worth is maybe not the right word, but you carry a lot in that area of your body, don't you? Right. So um, I feel like I that's definitely one of the things I need to work on just to be more, you know, um, just to work on it, just to get feel better about my my belly.
0: Yeah, I mean, we were talking um, on another podcast about how it's really easy to forget that our belly is housing like all these amazing essential organs for life, you know, and, um, and if they weren't there, like our, our bellies would be concave even, you know, right. <laughs> um, and we wouldn't want that either. Um, and, you know, there's also, there's a lot of research that shows that with high cortisol or high stress levels, you know, belly fat can become something that happens um, more often. It's also the area where I think that for me, as a a woman, like I associate my belly with like my womb or like my, like creative place in my body. And I don't even have a womb anymore. You know, I had a hysterectomy in 2014, but, um, but that's kind of like where I associate it with. And so it's interesting. I look back on, um, ancient drawings or, uh, pictures, not pictures, like camera pictures, but drawings and paintings of goddesses or like female deities. And they all have really round bellies. Um, and I think it's so interesting because, um, previously like rounded bellies in women was something that was like honored and revered and worshiped. Um, and, and we don't have that in our society now.
1: (laughs) So that is so true. You're right. I have so seen those pictures and paintings, you know, um, of the female body depicted that way. And, but now it's like the ideal is what we see in magazines and movies where it's like the abs. Right. Which, you know, yeah, but no, that's a good point. And I have to like, you know, really um, honor my belly in a way because it's, it's gotten me through quite a bit. Um, I've, I've had uh, miscarriages, you know, and my belly has been, you know, you know, it's, it's an integral part of me and I need to really like respect it as well. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's interesting because it's, it's like when did we get to this point where we started to judge our bellies or have this idea about what it was supposed to look like? Right. Um, like when did our belly become too much or not enough or what, however we choose to see it? Um. Like, when did we when did we make that decision? And who's to say that the picture of like health or well being is like a toned stomach or like six pack abs? Like that's you know like that's not that's not necessarily a like health and that is how so many of us learn how to like kind of think about what a healthy belly looks like
0: yeah and and it's interesting um, i had a, a friend a close friend in college um, who she, her body type, she just never, um, put on fat. You know, she was always very thin, had really high metabolism, could eat anybody under the table. Um, and she ended up having to have unexpected abdominal surgery and healing from that abdominal surgery because she didn't have a fat layer on her stomach was incredibly uncomfortable because the muscles that had just gotten you know, in size were right underneath the skin. Um, and the doctors actually told her like, you you probably will experience a more uncomfortable recovery because you don't have any body fat. Like you don't have very much body fat. Um, and I think that that's really interesting, like fat in our body, um, plays a, a protective role in right. a lot of ways. I mean, it, it like literally, creates a protection barrier. Um, And fat is one of the only places in the adult body where we store stem cells. And so in order to release stem cells to be released in our body to heal, which we need stem cells in our bodies to heal, it's by um, the metabolism of fat, right? And so in order to metabolize fat, we have to have it to begin with. Absolutely. So, I mean, fat is, is like really important in our bodies. And of course there, there is, um, you know, with anything, having an excess amount of anything in our bodies is not great. You know, even water, even though we're, you know, primarily water beings having an excess amount of water can pull, you know, put everything out of whack, but, you know, having a healthy amount of fat is, is actually really healthy.
1: So true. Arliss, that's such a good point.
2: I love that. Um, Yeah, I think it's it's something that it's like very easy for us to kind of judge, and like I kind of go back to um, like where is that coming from? And I see Deepa sharing, you know, like social media driving a lot of what we consider to be beautiful, Um, and like and there's somebody I follow on there who like will post pictures of herself where her belly looks totally toned, but then also be like, but this is my same body, you know. And sometimes it's it's literally they're just like sucking it in. You know what I mean? And then we have, like, we internalize these messages as like, this is what this person looks like all the time. And like, my belly isn't good enough because it's not doing this all the time. And, and, but how realistic is that, you know, as well. Um, and it, it's hard. Cause like, that's a lot of where people are, are starting to get their idea of what, um, what our bodies are supposed to look like and, and all that, you know, it's, it's from these perfect social media filters and, places where like that's not even real
1: right right I I'm so against filters like you wouldn't even know (laughs) I'm not a fan of filters but that's another that's another topic but yeah yeah definitely
0: So I have to tell everybody a little bit of a secret, which is that Freya is like one of our favorites to have. Like, we are so honored that she made the time to be on our podcast on um, her birthday. She was one of our featured speakers at the first annual International body, Body Positivity Conference, and she brought down the house. I mean, like... Um, it's amazing. And we hope that she speaks at every event that we give just because the wisdom and expertise that she shares is so valuable, so valuable. And so with that lead up, I would love to know from you, Freya, you know, what are self-care and self-love practices that you do for yourself to support you?
1: Um, so... And thank you so much for your kind words, Alice, that really made my day that that was like the one of the best birthday presents I got today Um, because I really did love and really enjoyed speaking at at your first um, international conference. Um, It was such a wonderful space to be able to do that um, in front of to be able to share something so personal in such a safe space. I think that was just amazing. Um, But to answer your question, self-love, self-care. I have been really into this lately. Um, You know, I I I know it, it seems like a something so trendy because everyone talks about it, but it's, it's really, you know, it, it's so much more than that. It's, it's, I, I feel like it's, it's really essential to everyone's health, right. Having that self-care self-love practice. And, um, I do a lot of different things. Um, one, one thing that I did start last year that I'm very proud of is I finally, Finally, got to start a meditation practice. Um, I will tell you when I first started meditating, and I, I had been doing yoga for a long time, like I, you know, on and off. I've, I've always loved yoga, but meditation to me was always really hard. Like I always. Um, even just two minutes, i would be honest, like my brain just jumps to so many places. It was so hard to just sit and be still for two minutes. But somebody told me that, you know, just, just take it one step at a time. So I started two minutes then I went five minutes and then 10 and then 15. So I just kind of, I, I'm not, I don't think I'll be able to meditate for an hour <laughs> or anything like that, that crazy. But I think To me, meditation is like exercising my mind or calming it down because it it. I just I'm in front of the computer all day. I'm talking to so many different people. It's just it's so nice to just be quiet for that moment in time. So that to me is like number one self-care, self-love practice that I'm not I have to admit, I don't do it every single day, but that's my my goal is to do it every single morning. Um, And I know a lot of people say that self-love is a lot more than just many petties, but I will admit. Like that's one of my, um, my (laughs) guilty pleasures. And I think the the reason why, and actually I'm due for one, I need, I'm going to go tomorrow. Um, it's because I never pampered myself. Like it took me, I was like, in college till I get my when And I got my first manicure, to be honest, like I it, it took so long to be able to wear makeup, to do manicures. I, I I just never did it for a long time. And then when I started realizing, you know what, I got to pamper myself sometime. Um, I really found that that time just being pampered and being sitting down and, and just, you know, enjoying the whole process of it um, was, uh, you know, honestly, it's one of my self-care things is to have it done every few weeks. So <laughs>
0: I love that. I love both of those. Um, Meditation for me is also key. I meditate in the morning and the evenings. Sometimes I even meditate in the middle of the day, um, depending on how my day is going. And one of the things that I think that people don't consider is that, you know, when we are physically active and we're working out, uh coaches always say, you know, you always take a rest day. You always right. take a rest day. You give your body a rest so that it can rejuvenate and heal. Well, how do we rest our minds? How do we rest our brains? I mean, our brains are, you know, like a muscle really. Right. And meditation is the way that we give our brain that rest moment. Um, and if you think about it, if you did leg exercises every single day, um, eventually your legs would be like, um, excuse me, no more, you know, like I'm done now. <laughs> um, and we experience that with our brains where our brain is just like, Hey, I've had it, like I'm done. And so the more that we can give that rest space to our brain, it's really important. Um, and so I, I champion you like that's awesome like I celebrate that you're doing that and I celebrate our listeners that are doing that too and if you aren't doing that like Freya said start with two minutes you can start with 30 seconds you can start wherever you need to start and just get on the path you know and then when you said Manny's petties. I'm right there with you. Like I get my nails done every month without fail. It is one of the things I do and it totally changes my outlook on life. I don't know why, but it does. And so that's one of the things I do for self-care too.
1: Oh, OK, I'm glad I'm not alone, because <laughs> sometimes I feel like, you know, you. some people have said, oh, it's, you know, mani pedis. Now, that's not really self-care. And I get their point. It's so self-care is so much deeper than that. It's so much more than that. It shouldn't just be mani pedis. But um, if it makes, makes you feel good, right, if, if it, um, like Arla said, makes you change your outlook in life, I say go for it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I love that. So mani petties are not my thing, but like what I really hear in what you're saying, Freya, is like it's really the emotion behind it. You know, are you coming from this place where you think like, okay, check, I got a mani pedi. I did self-care. Or like for you, where like it feels pampering, it feels special because you didn't do it when you were younger. You know what I mean? Like like there's a meaning behind it, like a purpose that like it fulfills that's bigger than the simple act. And I think that's like that's really what people are saying when they say like, oh, yeah, like, you know, that's not really self-love. Like, yeah, on its own, it's not what it is, is like me feeling that and choosing to like to like feel luxurious in the moment. If I'm just going because I have a regular appointment and like I it's time for me to get my nails done. That's one thing. And it's another when It feels like um, like a luxurious experience. It's really special.
1: Absolutely. And I forgot um, I do one more thing that, um, is I feel like I need it because I'm such a creative person. I have to have creative time and whether it's Painting or just cook, even cooking to me is creative time, Um, making just making something with my hands. I I really love that. And if I don't do that for a long time, I get kind of I don't know, I I feel like I need it. So to me, that's self-care, too. And I really feel so uh, much better. Like I get together my girlfriends and we may, you know, we do like a wine and paint night and all of that. So um, to me, creative time is is self-care as well. Yeah.
0: And that is such a great lead in for you to tell us about what you do and and what you do in coaching. And and give us the sneaky, you know, behind the scenes look at what Chasing Happy Mondays is, because I want to know.
1: Yeah. So thank you for asking that. Um, So Chasing Happy Mondays is actually has been a hashtag that I've used forever, Um, even before I started my coaching practice. Um, To me, it. Because I do I do still have my full-time corporate job and um, I you know that's kind of part of what I do. Um, a, a few years back, what happened was I was seeking something a little bit more creative. I, I have a creative side that my day job does not fulfill. So I was looking for something to do that was honestly just I was just looking for something fun to do and it turned into a full time like a business, a, a real like side hustle. And I realized that what I was really looking for was that ultimate happy Monday. Right. You know, that Monday where we wake up and we're ready to jump out of bed because we're so excited about what we do. Right. It's not about, oh, I'm just going to work because it pays the bills. Right. It's that really, truly happy Monday. So that's I've used that hashtag for the longest time. And I thought when I started my coaching practice last year, I was like, you know what? I I feel like I need to use the name. Um, And it's just it's kind of just stuck. Um, So what I do is I'm a visibility and confidence coach um, and I. I like to serve, you know, women, women in business, women, entrepreneurs, and I especially um, love helping those creative, multi-passionate entrepreneurs um, with, with their business coachings. Uh, I mean, I'm a business coach essentially, and that's what I love to do. Um, I also founded, um, I need to update my, my bio, by the way, I also founded the confident fempreneur club, which is my um, small group coaching. So that's what I I love and, you know, helping, helping women with their visibility and their confidence and, you know, setting up goals. Uh, their monthly goals and all of that kind of support that we need, because I feel as an entrepreneur, it could be lonely, a little bit lonely and having that support and guidance in that community is, is so very important.
2: Yeah. And I want to hear more about um, why, like why confidence, why visibility? Like what about, what about these are really meaningful for you?
1: I've And that's such a good question. Cause I could have gone into different areas of coaching, Um, I feel like if you have a good foundation in, especially in your confidence, um, that's like the first thing, you know, when they say that the, the, if you believe that you can, you're halfway there. Um, that's one of my favorite quotes because it's really about, you know, being able to step out of your comfort zone. A lot of what we do in, as women in business is stepping out of our comfort zone. Right. And if we can't get, you know, to that point where we're confident enough confident enough to do to do so you know we can't ever like push ourselves to forward or to you know find our bet our potentials so to me that and and it goes hand in hand with visibility because we can't we have to be seen like we have there's so many business um women out there who have the best most creative most wonderful amazing ideas but they're not seen like nobody knows they're there because they're visible. They, they need to, you know, they need help with visibility. So to me, if you can get your confidence, you know, if you can work on your confidence and also work on, you know, being visible and being seen, I think that's one of the, you know, the best foundations for having a solid business. So that's why I picked those two.
2: Yeah. Um, And what does that mean in terms of like confidence in your own skin? Like how does confidence in your own skin translate to confidence in your business and success? Like what does, what's that mean for you?
1: I feel like to me, if you're confident in your own skin, you're confident in you and your authentic self, right? You can put yourself out there and because we are our best, you know, um, models or whatever for our business. We're we're the face of our business, right? Whatever it is, whatever we're selling, whatever we're doing, um, we we are a business as a small business person. So um to being confident in your own skin to me is just like, you know, being your yourself and not being afraid to be vulnerable and being putting yourself out there. Um like I'm never afraid to say that I'm a confidence coach, but I'm not a hundred percent confident all the time. Right. I'm not. I'm just nobody. Nobody truly is like we have different degrees and levels of confidence, but it's something that we're always working on. So that's what I like to say is that, you know, confidence is something that everyone has different level, you know, is at a different level. But we can always like have a little bit more and work on it a little bit more.
0: I I also love what you were saying about building community, and I know that you are a a chapter leader for Women of the World Network, and that that's a huge part of of the way that you serve women.
1: Uh, Tell us more about that. Yes, uh, I'm glad you asked about that. So, And I actually, um, I'm a chapter leader, but I also recently accepted uh, a position as leadership leadership. Manager um, in in Women of the World Network, um, leadership development manager, I should say. So I'm helping. So what I do is I help the chapter leaders. Um, I support them. I help them. I, I onboard them. I bring them in. So we're um, Women of the World Network is such a is such a wonderful organization, and it it has been really key to me being able to step up as a coach. Um, just being surrounded by all this strong, positive community of women. Um, our founder L um, is from Kazakhstan. And she's she's an immigrant just like me. And, and she has this vision of bringing women together from all over the world um, to support each other, to grow. Have, we, a lot of our programs are. um Focus on personal, you know, not just business growth, but also personal growth and development. And we are so are our programs. So um, I'm really excited about what we're bringing in this year. Um, with and I think you're a coach as well in in the the Empower program that that's coming up this year. So um, the both of us, Arliss and I, are both coaches in that. And um, it's it's such a great great organization, and I'm excited to be you know to um, be more involved in in that group this year.
0: Yeah, and I I just want to give a big thank you to Freya for... Um, you know, supporting the other women in that group to come and speak at our events. So we had Seema at our uh, first annual body positivity conference and Elle is speaking at the New Year Love You Summit. So thank you so much for creating those connections and um, bringing new positive, you know, body positivity um, speakers
1: our way. Awesome. And I think Maritza is coming back too, right? Oh yeah. yes. It's a, yeah. yeah.
2: I just had a conversation with Maritza because we're we're doing a lot of the behind the scenes like final work to get ready yes. for um for the summit next week. So I actually just had a conversation with her and I'm um I'm really looking forward to you know just really all of us I think have such a different perspective when it comes to um to growing ourselves and like I really think you know that what you're sharing with confidence and visibility and like I hear you really catapulting yourself and stepping into that space and doing the work that's required you know because it's it's one thing to portray confidence and visibility but I to me I think another part of it um is vulnerability. Yes. Right. Like it's like and you kind of said it where it's like being comfortable in the flaws, right? Like it's the visibility is like, how do I how do I stand here um, in in this space where like maybe I realize I'm not perfect um, and and still embody and and feel like deserving to be where I am, um, and that's kind of like the perfect segue into our next question. So what is, what's a tip that you'd give for reconnecting to your body when you feel those kind of negative patterns arise again?
1: Yeah, that's, that's such a good question. Cause I know I struggle with that. I still do. Um, for me, I, I, I take deep breaths, you know, the breathing is really important and it and it leads into meditation sometimes. Like when I get anxious and and just kind of, you know, I get into that negative space. I try to like um put myself in in a calm space, light a candle take some really deep breaths and then get into the, get into meditation. I think for me, that's what works. I know for every, you know, there's different things for everyone. Um, Another thing that works is music. I'm a very, um, I have my headphones. if, you know, I usually have my headphones. If you ask my husband, I usually have my headphones on almost all day. And I have some sort of music to help me with what I'm doing to whether it's focus or or whatever it is. So I feel like um, if you can like, you know, um, find something that will help your senses. So it's really like you're, 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 listening, right. Or your, your sense of smell, um, whatever it is that helps your senses calm down and then be in a better space, I think. Um, and one more thing I'm going to throw out there is affirmations that self-talk is so important. I know we talked about a lot about that in, in the first conference. I think, um, having that, um, turning your negative self-talk into into positive is always like something good that, that we all need to practice. Um, And it takes a lot of practice. Trust me. Like I, I still always need help help with my self-talk.
2: Yeah. Yeah. um, And I really like that insight that you gave in terms of your negative patterns, how like what, what, like you gave examples that work for you, but like what you said that I think is really interesting is that it's really about tapping into your senses. So it's like, how do you get, how do you use your senses to like ground yourself back in the present moment um, when you have these thoughts that kind of take you away or like into the past or, you know, into anxiety? Um, I really like that idea of like, Like tapping into your senses to like, to reground and like reconnect with, with this moment.
0: That's really, really beautiful. So what are some of the um, societal norms or body image expectations that you feel like you either don't subscribe to or do subscribe to? Ooh,
1: um, Don't trying to think here. Um, I am so anti like over filtering on social media. I, I just, you know, I I get like, we want to present ourselves in the best light possible. And I do, I mean, I do the angle, I do the lighting, you know, I do the right things when I do my selfies, for example, but like when people like overdo this, the filters, I feel like that's a little too much to the point where you don't even look like yourself. Right. So, um, I feel like we need to, um, Im- like put ourselves in the best, you know, in the best light possible without like necessarily changing who we are. Um, um, that's one thing. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, I just, I feel, I know I talked a lot about this, Diana, in in the last conference is like, you know, I was growing up and having those, you know, the body shaming, I I really am so anti body shaming as well. Just having grown up in a culture where that, that is unfortunately still the norm. Um, But I feel like the more we talk about it, the more we're, you know, I see, I see it being talked about a a lot more in social media now than it has ever been. So I feel like the more aware people are, um, hopefully the less, the less it's happening um, and we need to break that cycle, right? Um, um, so I, I feel like I, I need to put, you know, be able to step up in and, and, and help with breaking that cycle. So that's, that's another thing that I, I am really passionate about.
0: Yeah, I, I love that. And, um, what, how do you feel like you are actively breaking that cycle? Is it within yourself? Is it the example that you're showing to others? Um, Are you, you know, letting people know, Hey, like that's body shaming. Like, how are you leading by example right now?
1: Um, I, I guess just with my own self and like how I um, I I deal with it sometimes like with with my own family. I know I know my, my family, they, they love me for who I am. But, you know, there's sometimes it still comes out now and then. But um, I think I'm, I'm standing up for myself and, and um, a bit more than when before I, I probably would just would never have even said anything. Right. Um, but I feel like it starts with us. I think we can't like with anything. We can't change other people. We can't. We have to start with ourselves. And the more that we um, love ourselves, the more confident we are in ourselves, that shines through. I really I really believe that because that, you know, that shines through and other people will see that. And, you know, um, hopefully they'll they'll learn um, they'll learn how to speak more positively towards you when they see that you do the same for yourself.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I, I mean, I totally agree. And, and, um, you know, it all starts within us and how we treat ourselves, um, is, you know, how we represent in the world. Uh, and that's the best, um, you know, way that we can create change. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. And I'm curious. So like when it comes to the confidence in your own skin, um, and it comes to filters like how where do, how do you kind of see those as like maybe opposing forces or you know working together like like me for me personally like my favorite filters are the funny ones oh you know the ones like destroy yeah. your face and are like silly yeah. but i like I, I know what you mean where like there have also been times where i've met people who i met first
1: on social media and i'm like
2: they don't oh, look This looks different. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I the funny filters are that's those are not the filters I meant. I meant the ones that completely I think there's an app called FaceTune or something like there's a, there's apps that completely just I don't know like you don't even see like, (laughs) you know, like any, any um, blemish or anything like in your face at all. Um, And those are the ones I mean, like when you, when you filter yourself so much that you're not even recognizable, that's, you know, um, that's kind of what I meant. (laughs) But, um, but, you know, (laughs) it's, it's, I I know it's, it's, (laughs) I know it's a decision, a personal decision, but it's just something that I've, you know, I've always not kind of strayed away from.
2: Yeah. You know, and like, I think cause we, we we're kind of older, like we didn't grow up with filters. Right. So like it never was normalized by other people um, for us to, for like people to use filters. Um, so like, I'm kind of the same where like, I either like them cause they're funny or like, like I look at them and I'm like, this is pretty, but it's not me, you know? And like, we've had this chance to like really feel confident in our own skin and, like, like, get to this place where we had enough self-love that, like, that looks wrong to us as opposed to looking better. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, um, and I, I feel like that's so hard, like, in terms of confidence in your own skin, you know, like, it's like, how are you, like, like, it really depends on, like, I guess when you're introduced to them, how you kind of think about them.
0: So Freya, I was wondering if you would be willing to give our listeners a little bit of a teaser of what you're going to share at the summit.
1: Well, uh, my topic, I think you've already mentioned is how to be confident in your own skin. So um, I'm going to go over just like my top tips. I'm all about like, you know, breaking it down to what what has worked for me. And what I hope will resonate with um, a lot of the women attending the summit um, is, you know, giving them some tips to be just a little bit more confident. Um, Things that that have helped me over the years um, grow my confidence because I I kid you not, like and, and I was such a different person like a few years back when before I did any of this. And even even a year ago, I was different. Like, I feel like I'm I'm growing more confident in my own skin the more I I do this work. And it's something that I, I'd love to share with as many women as possible. Um, and so that's what I'm going to talk about. I know it's such a teaser, but um, hopefully, hopefully, um, hopefully we we get a good um get a good crowd and get a, um, some really great. I know we, we have, I know you always have a great lineup of speakers, so I can't even wait to see who's all speaking. Um, I really enjoyed the last conference. So I'm sure the second one is going to be more amazing.
0: Yeah, we, we have over 28 um, speakers and workshop leaders for the conference. It's we just had such an outpouring of interest. We actually have a wait list for our May, um, May conference that's coming up, wow. uh, which we would love for you to speak at. It's um body, mind, and soul movement. Ooh. So um I think that talking about creativity as a way to move the soul would be awesome. Just you know, a little little uh suggestion by me. That. Yeah, I love <laughs> um, that. yeah, yeah. And you know, I one thing that I love about the way that you share is that you're just so authentic. You know, you show up where you are, you share about your experience, you share about what works for you, and you say, hey, and this might not work for you. And that's fine, too. And um, I think that that's such an important trait in a coach, especially not not only a speaker, but a coach, um, because you're not afraid to show your humanness. And we're all human. And the reason why there's such a Uh, striving for perfection is because there are so many people out there showing that that um, false perfection right they're not showing their humanness and so I just really appreciate that about you Freya
1: oh I thank you so much Arliss I um again best birthday gift so far (laughs) thank you so much you're just making me blush over here
0: yeah I I would love to know from you and maybe Diana has another question before I ask mine. No. Nope. Okay. I'd love to know from you, like what would be a closing thought that you would like to leave our listeners with that, um, would bring together what you've talked to us today, talk to us about today and what you're going to share at the summit.
1: Ooh. Um, I, Given that it's, you know, I don't know, I get really reflective around this time of year. It's like, you know, it just we're, we're just coming on to the new year. It's my my birthday. I always like to look at my year past. Right. And I always like to start with reflection. I always start with um, a little bit more self-awareness. And I, I feel like if we just kind of look inwards first before anything, before jumping to the next thing, the next how am I going to fix this? How am I going to do this? If we always start with looking inwards first and then, you know, figuring out the next steps from there, I think, I think we'll all be in a better place. Um, and that's kind of what I want to invite everyone to do as we're starting a new year. Um, we're, we're working usually on new years, we have intentions, we have resolutions, whatever we want to call them. Um, I feel like, you know, start with, where you're at you know celebrate where celebrate yourself like every little thing write everything down um i'm starting a gratitude jar i'm making gratitude jar so i that we could put like you know all the things we're grateful for from the beginning of the year to the end because i feel like we go with time flies so fast and we just forget like all the good things that we did all the good things we accomplished um and i feel like we we should just start with that so um before I kind of like go all over the place, I want to just, that that's my message to everybody. Just, let's just start the new year with a lot of self-reflection, looking inward and um, set some great intentions for this year. Cause I know it's going to be amazing. I
2: love that. Thank you so much, Freya. This has been just such a pleasure to get to talk to you, to, um, to really talk about what real confidence means, what it means to, um, to like, to be confident, to love your, to love yourself, um, and to stand in your imperfections and own it. You know, that's, that's a lot of what I'm getting from you is like, it's like, um, really seeing that those are the places where we create real connection. Um, and, and that's what, that's what we're here on this earth to do. So I love that. Thank you so much Freya. Thank you.
1: It was wonderful connecting with you both today.
0: Yeah, yeah and, and I actually have one follow up question to your, um, you know, last last statement for our, our listeners, which I don't normally do. But I would love to know for you, you say you're doing a lot of reflection on last year. What are you most proud of last year?
1: Oh, absolutely starting uh my community like starting chasing happy mondays and stepping out and being like a, i just did that i it's amazing cuz it feels like i've been doing it for so long like it feels like home to me like i found my purpose and I, when i look back i'm like i just started that like may last year like really I just started that and it's already, you know, brought me so many great connections. Like we, you know, we just met, right? Like, I just feel like it's brought me so many wonderful um, experiences and connections. And um, I can't wait for more.
2: I love that. Well, we're celebrating you, Freya. Thank you for joining us on your birthday. Um, thank you for sharing your reflections. Um, I'd say that 2022, you're, I think you said your 43rd year?
1: 43rd year, yeah.
2: Here. this this is a special one so thank you so much for spending a little bit of that time with us today um for enlightening our listeners with your your inspiring movement over the last year with everything that you've got going on um thank you thank you thank you lady.
0: amazing and epic. And we're grateful for speakers like you, Freya, where Diana and I um, get to learn and grow and experience the wisdom and expertise. Uh, Diana, I I wonder if you echo this, I bet you do. But um, looking back on 2021, for me, One of the things that I'm most proud of is what Diana and I have created at Body Positivity. Uh, We started in spring last year, if you can believe it. Uh, We've already hosted uh, our first international conference. Um, we have done, I don't even know how many podcasts at this point I didn't like Diana is the one that keeps count. I don't keep, count, <laughs> but, um, and it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing to see the growth and, and the, the best part is seeing the community and the support that the community has to be going on their body positivity journey.
2: Yeah, I would definitely say, um, start like reflecting back on this year, um, finding a way to do, do more business and empower more people. And, you know, like I heard you talk about, um, your purpose, right? Like it just feels like such an important part of my journey and the work that I do in helping people overcome crisis and burnout and stress, like, like really learning to love our bodies has been such an important part of that for me. And I think it's so cool to see how, um, How loving our bodies and um and body positivity means something different for all of us and has has created so many opportunities for us. So thank you again, Freya, for joining us and happy birthday.
0: Thank you. Awesome. Well we'll see everybody else on our next podcast, ladies. Bye. Good night.